0: If I just put my phone down and walked outside and took a walk for a few minutes hearing the birds sing, I could get my perspective back and realize that there was nothing wrong with the present moment.
1: Welcome back to Clarity Cafe. I'm Callie with a little bit of chill, and I'm here with my co-host Barb from BioReset Medical. Today, we're just having a little clarity chat on the movie that we just watched my octopus teacher it's a great movie it's on netflix and it's a story of a man who kind of got lost in his life and he just went back to the basics and every day he got up and went into the ocean to just explore and be present and as he shared with us his journey over this year of time that he was in the ocean, he had developed a relationship with an octopus. and It's fascinating because octop- octopi only live about a year, these particular ones. And so he was present for about 80% of her life. And it was really fun to watch his development through the movie where he went from, as he said, he was not really connected to nature and not really connected to his life, and yet he became crystal clear through his relationship with this octopus about how nature brought him back into being connected with the ocean, the animals, and then in essence his own life. And his son and ultimately the people around him. So that's our topic today. Barb, tell me about a time in your life where you maybe, I don't want to say got lost, but maybe things got a little obscure and obfuscating and you decided a little time in nature might reconnect you.
0: Mm, this is such a great topic. We all, I think, know about the healing power of nature, but we tend to forget about it as we get caught up in our daily electronically driven lives and our and our lots of busyness. Um, and I think the time when I can think of most recently that happened this year, which has been such a year of of uh, challenges and also blessings, is. Um, as when we were coming out of the shelter in place uh, that happened in March and April here in California and I'm blessed to live in a beautiful place surrounded by trees and, and, uh, sunshine and blue sky. And, you know, there was a time when I was feeling I was becoming a little obsessed with reading the news and that's a, uh, you know, it's good to be up on things, but I was like looking at all the statistics and getting very involved and in worrying about what was happening in the world and, and in the community and the a community at large, and found that the more I did that, the more stressed I got, and that if I just put my phone down and walked outside and took a walk for a few minutes uh, along the trail near where I live and was with the trees and hearing the birds sing and being outside that i could get my perspective back and realize that there was nothing wrong with the present moment so i found that when i was getting out of the being present being able to be present for myself and other people and just feeling stressed in general about something i couldn't do anything about just taking some time and for me being around trees is a super grounding thing i it's uh they're alive and they're very stable and grounded and being able to just stand or sit with trees and take a walk through trees and hear the leaves and the wind and leaves was very, helped bring me back um, into my body and into the present moment.
1: I love taking a walk amongst big old trees. There's something about just seeing that Mm. massive forest and a time before I existed and a time that will long be, after I'm long gone, there's something humbling about nature, especially places like Yosemite, which are magnificent and provide such perspective of how um, small we are compared to how great the universe is. And it's, it's humbling, but it's also for me like it resets or restructures or reprioritizes sometimes the noise that can come with just daily life or trying to pick lofty goals or figure out what that next step is. Sometimes just being in nature for me really grounds me and quiets the mind. Um, I think, too, the ocean can do that as well and Mm. just being present with the ocean in its vastness. And um, the fun thing is we don't always have to go there in our bodies. So there may be times where we don't feel well or we're super stressed and we can take that trip right there in our heads. And that's a really freeing thing. I know that many of us have dealt with some health issues and or whether that's physical, mental, someone else's issues, you know, maybe definitely shelter in place uh, gave us some constraints physically so that we weren't really able to go places. Um, And giving ourselves permission to take that trip in our mind can be very freeing. Do you, Barb, have a have a go-to in your mind of nature that you like either have experienced or have created.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes and yes. and and uh, I love that you asked that question because I was thinking about how many times uh, I've done that, like just go to your place of ideal relaxation. And then you think, well, what is the ideal place? It can be any place. But for me, I find it's a, oftentimes a beach, a beautiful white sand beach with calm water and some palm trees and some shade. <laughs> and in my mind, that sometimes is in Bali, is sometimes in Hawaii. It can be anywhere. It's the, for me, it's the universal relationship of the sun and the ocean and the trees and the sand and being able to have that full experience, the smells and the sounds and how evocative it is to visualize yourself in that environment. And I've seen other people. I have a good friend who I grew up with in Kentucky and she had never seen the ocean. And she came out to visit a couple of years ago for my birthday. And we went to Carmel by the sea, which is a beautiful little hamlet on the California coast, a little South of San Francisco. And she was mesmerized uh, of just standing uh, with her feet in the sand and looking at the ocean. And so We did that for a couple of days and then she was able to go back to where she lives in the Midwest and and tell me that she could feel that same experience and recreate it. So it's wonderful to be able to kind of leave those breadcrumbs in your experience, tie your senses to those experiences, whether they're virtual or whether they're actual physical experiences, and you know, build those models for yourself. So I think the beach one is is one that's a sort of calm calm one for me. And And oftentimes for other people as well.
1: Carmel's got to be one of my favorite places on the planet. I have a lot of favorite places, but Carmel is just such a wonderful place to be. And uh, I think, too, permission is something that comes up as we're talking today, where permission to take a break and go be in nature. Um sometimes I think we just somehow get wrapped up in everything we're doing and it can be hard unless we're already in the habit of going into nature on a regular basis. It can be hard to be like, "Oh wait, stop. I actually don't have to do what I'm doing or keep doing what I'm doing. I can take time and just go get in nature. Take a break. It doesn't even have to be all day. It could be a short period of time. I could drive to nature and sit in my car. Um But then permission also to do it in our head and take that break and tell the body to take the stress down a couple of notches or work to take the pain down a couple of notches can be really um, profoundly helpful when we give ourselves permission to connect with nature, whatever that is or however that is. I um, had a really fun experience the other day, um, we were out on kayaks and just hanging out. Water was glass. It was beautiful. Sun was setting. And we hear this amazing screech and flapping of wings right over our head and diving down on the other side of us was a bald eagle, went in and grabbed a fish and then took off. And it was like, we were already having an epic little afternoon, but that just was over the top. So I want to give a shout out to It's permission internally to connect with the nature, but also permission to keep our eyes peeled. So that idea of how do we how do we go out in nature and open our eyes and ears to some amazing gifts. Now I don't think that bald eagle was going to you know, pass by (laughs) without us noticing. But it's so easy, right, when you're out in the world to um, to miss stuff. So do you have any tricks, Barb, of like ways that you keep your eyes peeled for those little touches of nature?
0: Yeah, I've started doing something recently that I think is really useful. Um, Speaking to the giving yourself permission to take a few minutes and notice things. Uh, When we're driving, like when I'm driving to the clinic, I can either be listening to the news or talking on the phone or running through my to-do list in my head. But I've decided to give myself permission for that 10-minute drive because I have a beautiful drive. Um, But regardless of what the drive is, there's always something to notice and just be present with what I'm seeing in the environment. And inevitably, I'll I'll notice something Beautiful, like, whoa, that azalea bush just started blooming. And then I'll see that for four or five days and I'll look forward to seeing it. Or I'll notice, you know, the tree has changed, the color of the leaf has changed. And this time of year, we're moving into autumn. So we're seeing, even in this sort of more Mediterranean climate where I am, I'm seeing, noticing the changes of the season. So just taking that minute when you're doing something that is a chore. In some ways, which is driving to run an errand or driving to work, or you know, sitting at the computer to look out the window and notice that the that the uh, color of the leaves have changed. So I've been using my driving time, and I find it really affects my productivity and my mood when I get to the clinic if I've done that versus I've tried to squeeze in some activities that I were on my to do list. And I had one more thought when you were talking about permission and the visitation from the eagle is, um, you know, if you're in your house and you have a dog or a cat or a goldfish and you notice, you take a minute, give yourself permission to take a minute and look around, there's nature right there. There's an animal and it'll come up and show you something or do something interesting or look out the window. And then you'll see that your cat is looking at the bird and that the bird is actually doing something cool with another flock of birds. And then you follow that trail and it can take you anywhere in your mind that you wanna go.
1: Oh, that's fun, fun visualization. And I have to chuckle because you bring up the cat at the window and mine is just always cackling. And it just cracks me up because I'm like, what like, What do you think that's going to do? And, you know, I've looked it up at the research and there's, you know, six and one, half a dozen the other that it's either overexcitement or frustration. But either way, it's it's hilarious to watch that chirping and cackling as though that bird's going to fly right down in her mouth and just land there. Um,
0: never gets old that it never gets old watching cats and birds. It taunt does. each other, and squirrels and dogs and <laughs> all the other animals that we surround ourselves with. They all have such good personalities and and are ready to take us off on a little distracting journey if we let them. And maybe we should do that a little more often.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we've been talking about these themes of positivity rituals and this trick of connecting with nature really is one for that toolbox of, you know, having a positivity trigger, like we talked about in our last episode of things that we set around the house or things that kind of help us to keep our space and happy, healthy mindset and physical surroundings. And adding connecting with nature to that toolbox, definitely one worth keeping. And the other piece is we've also been talking about Michael Franti's concept of staying human that he shares, and not that we're speaking for him, but our interpretation of that. And I think that part of staying human is recognizing the animal in all of us and that we are this human being, this human, this animal, human animal, and, and we're being present with all of that it gives us deeper connection and, and deeper levels of meaning as we go through this journey of life. So with that, I think we are going to conclude our Clarity Cafe for today. And until next time, be well.